Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polares. The 49ers closed out the final day of the 2023 NFL Draft on Saturday, making six selections in rounds five, six, and seven. In total, San Francisco welcomed nine draft picks to the team. Before we get to know some of the final picks, Lindsay, tell me your initial reaction to the 2023 draft class. Yeah, I think I just want to echo what general manager John Lynch said. I think the 49ers got better this weekend. I think kind of the overarching theme that we heard heading into the draft and also coming out of it is the 49ers were interested in adding depth to their team. They had a lot of their core remain intact during free agency, which everyone was really happy about. They added some more key players and positions of need during free agency. So the draft really was to make sure that they have the talent of the future and talent that can step in if there's unfortunate injuries throughout the season, which happens every year. It's almost unavoidable. Um, And they got a lot of players that they were happy to find in the spots they had. There was only one trade they made, and that was to go up to 87, really just from one round three spot to number 87. Uh, So there wasn't a ton of movement, and I think they were okay with that because they were really happy with the picks they came out of this weekend. Awesome. It's definitely exciting to welcome some new faces to the team and see how they'll perform in the red and gold. Now, the 49ers' first selection on day three was at pick number 155, cornerback Darrell Luter Jr. from South Alabama. He's a player who was honored as the SBC Defensive Player of the Year in 2021. Last season, he recorded 42 tackles, an interception, and seven pass breakups, so he's definitely a standout player on the field. But the 49ers personnel also called him very mature and simply a great leader. Tell me about how he fits in with the team. Yeah, so when I asked him to describe himself as a player, he really, really was happy to talk about how physical of a player he is. He's more of a press coverage guy, but can play also deep corner position. So he is just excited to come in and learn. He is a guy that I talked to, and he came the Juco route, and he said that that really primed him for the competition that he's going to see at the next level. He didn't have the traditional college football route, made a name for himself at the JUCO level, and then went to South Alabama and now got his name called in the NFL draft. I think one important thing to note about him too is that he is a girl dad and he is also a husband and father. And so he said that that also adds an element to his game. He is a mature player, like you said, and I think all of that kind of feeds into it. Uh, Also, one thing that the 49ers love uh, just to find in their players is natural-born leaders. You see that in him. It's something that the personnel department also highlighted. So just a really mature guy that's coming in for the 49ers. That's great. The next draftee that became a Niner is defensive lineman Robert Beal Jr. from Georgia. He's just coming off a CFP national championship game against TCU. What made Beal stand out to John Lynch and the team? Yeah, so this one was funny, and the answer kind of came in the John Lynch-Kyle Shanahan press conference, but essentially his um, get-off-the-ball meter, which they have a different acronym for, which uh, if you want to know what that is, just uh, go ahead and tune into that press conference. He was off the charts in terms of 
getting off the ball, his speed. Um, and that's really the first one or two yards off the line of scrimmage. Um, and that is a statistic that the 49ers are very, very fond of. Uh, they, he also got a glowing recommendation from his college football head coach, Kirby Smart, Um he said he's a really talented guy that if you just let him go, I think it was hunt quarterbacks. He's going to do really well at the next level. Bria, as you know, that is pretty much the number one goal of the 49ers uh, defensive line. So they are really excited about the potential he has as a pass rusher. And he's really excited in particular to be learning from the best. And of course, I mean, AP defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa, uh, Beal mentioned that at Georgia, they watched a ton of tape on Nick Bosa, and that's a guy that he's really excited not just to meet, but to learn from. Beal, he started in eight games during the 2022 season. He had 26 total stops and 20 quarterback pressures in his senior year, so a huge pickup in round five, which 49ers are great at finding those late-round gems. It's definitely exciting to see what he can do with the Niners. So next up was also a player who was just in the CFP National Championship game, just on the opposing team. It's linebacker D. Winters out of TCU. He was selected in the sixth round. Why was it important for the 49ers to draft a linebacker here? Yeah, so I think the... You know, the number one defense in the league just wants to continue reloading talent. Also, we saw the exit of linebacker Aziz Alshire. Uh, So there is room in the linebacking core. And with D winners, uh, he is a guy that talked about studying someone that is currently on the roster, all pro Fred Warner. Um, That's somebody that D winters has really targeted as someone that he wants to model his game over game from. Um, And D. Winters actually used to play safety, came into TCU playing safety and made the switch to linebacker during the course of his collegiate career there. Um, And again, I think the 49ers just want to continue adding depth. I asked general manager John Lynch in our one-on-one interview after his press conference if he saw a little bit of Fred Warner in him. And he said that it was actually funny that He's studying Fred Warner because D. Winters actually reminds him a little bit more of Dre Greenlaw, which is the other piece of the 49ers dynamic linebacker duo. So definitely not a bad thing. Um, So yeah, just very excited about reloading that linebacker core and having young talent to develop in-house. Now in round seven, the 49ers picked up tight end Braden Willis from Oklahoma, wide receiver Ronnie Bell from Michigan, and linebacker Jalen Graham from Purdue. With these selections, what was the 49ers' strategy here as the draft was winding down, and did the team meet their goal of simply adding depth to the roster? Absolutely, Bria. And I think, again, I was able to chat with General Manager John Lynch, and he said that he was so happy to see those three seventh-round names still be available when they were picking at 247, 253, and 255, because you're really at the tail end of the draft there. Uh, Braden Willis was the second tight end taken in the draft, and we've heard it a lot, kind of a common theme in this draft too. These young players have sort of identified their favorite guy on the 49ers that they're super excited to come into the building and learn from. For Braden Willis, that is George Kittle, 
not a huge surprise there. Um, he said again, same thing as we've seen over the course of other draft picks that they watched a lot of George Kittle footage at Oklahoma. That's somebody that he's excited to just be in the same room with and be able to learn from as he begins his pro career. And one thing I did want to note about Braden Willis is I think he probably had the best draft celebration um, and you can head to our 49ers social channels, specifically TikTok to see it. He did a backflip into the pool after he was done with all his interviews. He was so excited to officially say he's a San Francisco 49ers. And I know the team is really happy to have him. I wonder if that's a 49ers draft pick essential now. If you get picked by the 49ers <laughs> in the draft, you've got to do a backflip in the pool. I think Drake Jackson started that last year. So yeah. <laughs> maybe a new tradition. All right, finally, maybe a surprise for some of the faithful, but the 49ers opted to not draft any offensive linemen in this year's draft. Why is that so? Yeah, so that was probably the first topic of conversation that came up in the post-draft press conference uh, with Lynch and Shanahan. And I think it's just a testament to the guys that are currently on the roster. If the season were to start today, the 49ers are incredibly confident that it would be Colton McKivitz starting at right tackle. He's proven himself over the course of the last two seasons having to fill in for left tackle Trent Williams uh, in some very important situations, both during the 2021 season and again in 2022. I think playing the Rams both times. Uh, and they like how he's developed over the course of the three seasons he's had here in the Bay Area. Uh, and they didn't have an offensive tackle that they saw where they were picking in the draft that would beat him out. So they've decided to go with what they have. They feel really confident about it. And that's kind of the big reason that you didn't see any offensive linemen get selected by San Francisco. All right, that'll do it for today. Be sure to look out for all of the 49ers draft news and content on 49ers.com draft. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this off-season update. Don't forget to follow First in 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. 